0: Hello everybody and welcome back once again to the A4G podcast. This is Riley Rose Frazee along with Jesse Anderson and wow, talk about brain fried. (laughs) It's been one hell of a day for accessibility that is for sure. We just finished the European version of GA Conf not even half an hour ago. So we literally, guys, no joke, were up at 3 a.m. to watch it live. Cause they streamed it for the first time. And we literally did. We got up, we had us a little bit of caffeine, we were good to go. We were ready to party down. Let's go. You know, so we we got it figured out. We watched it. It was amazing. It was my very first one. I was very much impressed with all of the sessions. It was very good. It was well presented well presented i i enjoyed every single session that was there and i learned a heck of a lot so we're going to get started and talk about this year's european ga conf what did you think overall
1: well uh aside from you know the three in the morning thing that was (laughs) a little tough Uh, But, you know, get a little caffeine, uh, started listening to Ian for a couple minutes, and I kind of woke up a little bit after that. There were a couple points where it was a little touch and go there, but, uh, no, it was a fantastic, uh, it was a really good conference overall. Like you said, all of the sessions were really good. Um, they were all very informative, all very entertaining. Um, great speakers. They had a panel as, right before lun- their lunchtime, as they always do. Um, yeah, there were just a lot of good speakers, and I really do have to shout out whoever... <laughs> I didn't honestly know that they were going to live stream this, because up until this point, none of the GA Conf uh, conferences have been live streamed. They've been archived... On YouTube eventually, but they've never been live streamed before, uh, much to many people's disappointment. But now they are, and a huge thank you to that because, like I said, Eve, despite the early morning, um when I found out about it a few days ago, I'm like, oh yeah, definitely got to do this. Definitely got to attend this live. Just want to be in part of the moment. Yep. And, and to anyone following on Twitter, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. Tons, me too yeah, tons and tons, tons of, of tweets, tweets uh, retweets tweets and retweets and mentions and uh but yeah it was fun live tweeting the event
0: that so. was a blast game accessibility advocate 101 <laughs> brand yeah. new ones like exhausted yep and tweet city i'm like
1: and i was we were too uh too not awake to warn people that there was going to be an in barrage of uh, of tweets sorry yeah about that. sorry but about hey, that yeah enjoy
0: and again, you know, they mentioned it twice, but I of course, since I'm up absolutely obsessed with it, we gotta mention Sequence Storm again. Kudos to at Special Magic Games LLC. They kick ass with that game, let's just say, and they keep updating it a lot. And they everybody has been mentioning it. There's been so many people mentioning it. And we actually released my other mixer stream of it today because it has been mentioned twice. Ian brought it up and others have brought it up. Mm-hmm you know uh, sightless combat shout out to you man he brought it up you know with the menu narration and audio description that was a hilarious speech I gotta say because the one line in it cracked me up so bad because just the way he said it he's like well movies are doing it tv's doing it heck even porn sites are getting in on the action (laughs) that
1: was pretty funny that was I I had
0: to quote that line because it was so funny
1: that was pretty classic I gotta admit I laughed pretty good at that one that
0: was a, that was a good line yeah good one sightless combat that and, it, and sadly he's right i mean it's true because a friend of mine actually looked it up and showed me and i'm like oh oh no 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 oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh yeah thank you steve yeah. not
1: but um and also just another game that was mentioned um i have to call out pixel nix eagle island, island yes that game is so cool way to go pixel nix yep had to shout out that one because uh that one I've been looking forward to for so long and yeah we also need to shout example. out at
0: Team Cats and Bears for Bubbles the Cat.
1: Yep, uh, which by the way I did just purchase on iOS. I I but it did a spotlight video for the PC if you guys want to check it out, but I just bought it for iOS 2 just to support the dev. A one button uh platformer game that pretty much like you You just either tap or hit a button that's all you gotta do, and you can play the game unfortunately, you do need some vision to play it, but you know that's the the you know he focused on the mobility accessibility for that one, and it's it's fun it's a really neat game
0: yep, so we wanted to shout them out
1: and I also do want to say. I have to shout out to uh, Dr. A- Amy. Kavanaugh. Cavanaugh. Her speech. That was, was awesome. Her session was real. I mean, I'm just like, oh, God, if I were right there right now, I'd, I'd be like, I'd be in the audience going, hell yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's just like so many things like the navigation, reading the menus and maps. and Quick skill time trees events. And quick time events. And I'm just like, oh, God, just, yeah, you pretty much are saying pretty much everything that I want to say, adding text to speech.
0: Mm-hmm. He's so
1: helpful. But uh you definitely I'm thinking since it was streamed on YouTube, my thought is is that these sessions are probably gonna be Archive's archived pretty quick. if not already. Um so once that does, uh I'll we'll try to find it and retweet some of these sessions because they were all really good. But especially, you know, tying into vision, both Sightless and Amy's were Amazing. Really great. Really, really amazing. good. Yep.
0: And Tara Belker, oh, my God, that woman. <laughs> okay, Tara, how's it going? What's up, Tara? You are awesome, chick. I'm telling you. One of these days, I swear, I'm going to get there because I am so going to meet you because you yep. are so cool. <coughs> she had me in stitches all day today laughing at some of her, you know, just little crazy antics and everything. She is so cool. I cannot wait to meet her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't get any ideas, Ian. I'm not going to take up no breakfast invites, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah, she- she what she what she really means is that uh she wants to uh someday meet you and go out for breakfast. Yeah,
0: Ian. <laughs> oh. And we're having just as much fun and we're sleep deprived, so never mind our craziness
1: today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I'm sure at some point I'll be like, "You know what? Screw it. I don't care how much I sleep tonight. I may have to you know, take a little nap at some point, but you never know. Not maybe me. maybe I'll just be up on caffeine uh and who knows? But, uh, That's probably what time, I'll do. Only I'm, time will tell.
0: Who knows? But yeah, this year's, this year's GA Conf, was, the, the European version, was amazing. You
1: mm-hmm. know, I got
0: to hear the American one later archived, which was fantastic. But to actually get to hear my first one live was yeah. just phenomenal for me. Way to go, Ian, Tara. Everybody involved, way to go. Absolutely. You guys did a hell of a job. Kudos. And I'm I seriously can't wait for next year's.
1: Oh yeah, and like I said, and even if we're not able to be there, just the fact that they already started streaming, streaming them, it. I'm yes. Like, well, I guess I know I'm gonna be reser- I'm gonna be, uh, taking that day off work when those things happen if I'm not physically able to be there. So heck yep. yeah, heck yeah, and um, just uh, I guess I can just do a cheap plug since we're talking about GA Conf. I was do I did do part of a session on low vision accessibility uh, for the March 2019. If you guys want to check that out, you can find it on their official site. It was a lot of fun and I met so many great people and I really, really hope you're able to get there sometime in the near future, because I know you'll love it.
0: Yeah, just beware of breakfast invites, because that's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And we got a shout out, Docto, because that was the last speaker that came up and did some talking about, you know, inclusion and that everybody should be able to play. And not only that, talking about the assumptions, the misconceptions of gaming and that, well, you know, this is just all this political BO crap, you know, just bull crap going on. It's just, please, a bunch of BS, pardon
1: yeah, I was but just thinking B.O. B.O.
0: <laughs> I don't know where I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. thinking straight. It's, uh, hey,
1: sleep, defra- sleep, sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation, pardon. isn't
0: it great? Isn't it fun? But, yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> you know, I'm. I apologize. But, yeah, a bunch of BS because it's – everybody should be able to play games. Yeah. It's not that, you know – and it's not that all these gamers are stuck in their parents' basements and all these assumptions people make – Are not true. And we're not all a bunch of people out there trying to hurt somebody. We're not hurting anyone by playing video games. And, you know, we're not hurting anybody by enjoying stuff. People enjoy collecting antique vehicles. People enjoy all kinds of different hobbies. Why is that any different? Why is there a big difference in that, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And the medium is mature enough. You know, the people that say, oh, it's just for kids. It's just for whatever. Uh, there's a rating system for media? a reason. Yeah, there's an ESRB rating system for a reason. The the medium has matured enough, you know, just like uh, movies and TV did. You know, there are games that we've talked about on the podcast. <clears throat> you know, look at the Life is Strange. I mean, that's uh, that's interesting. Mm. That game. Um.
0: All I will say is that game really hit home for me. the The latest season really slammed me, didn't it? Yeah. It it. Ooh. All and us, and that's that's all I can one say. One
1: episode to go in December.
0: Right, the day after my brother's birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how I know when it is, is. Is it's right after my brother, the one below me. It's right after his birthday, which but, is kind of ironic.
1: But yeah, I mean, there's like I said, there's so many types of games out there. So, yeah. I mean, if you want, you know, if you don't want care about story, you just want a simple like puzzle. But if you want more narrative, if you want, you know, to relax or some action or whatever, it's it's there's it's all so out much stuff there. there. And, you know, yeah, the whole the whole thing of like, oh, we get all. She said, that, oh, you get all this negative politician and media. Oh, video games are so, so violent. Dumb. I mean, have you watched half the videos on my channel? If you, if that were the case, I would either be locked up in jail as a rave, raving psychopath, or I'd be dead. I mean, come on. Yeah, really?
0: me too, and and me <laughs> enjoying a lot of the stuff yeah. I enjoy. I mean. Let's just put this way. Honey, what was my reaction with Doom the other night? You were playing Doom again, and what was I doing?
1: Jamming to the music.
0: <laughs> and laughing about and making,
1: making fun of Yeah, making fun of all the enemy noises. The yeah,
0: imps. the imps, they sound like and little demons. Yeah. And when the imps die, I don't know if you guys have heard his Dusk Mixers, but when the imps die, they sound like miniature versions of the Chainsaw Guys. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I mean, it's... It, it's crazy. I'm a woman and most women that I know, and I'm not saying all women are like this, but most women that I know find that stuff revolting. Oh my God. Why are you listening to such violent stuff? Why are you listening to such gory graphic stuff? I mean, you hear blood splatter on the ground. You hear gunshells shells hitting the floor. You hear just people's Basically, their corpse just explode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And with brutal doom. Story. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's gory. And I'm sitting there just laughing about it. Like, it's like it's nothing. Like, hee, hee, hee. And I, I'm not lying. And I'm going to look back on this podcast and go, what the hell was I doing? But I seriously am like, most people would be like, what's wrong with you? Are you nuts? But no. I mean, I enjoy listening to Doom. I enjoy Left for Dead. And if you haven't, if you didn't get to see his latest mixer stream, wait for it. That's all I'm going to tell you. We'll mention that in the next segment because we're going to be doing a second segment. I'm going to be playing with this a little bit on here. But I'm telling you, stay tuned for that because it was good. It was really good. Make sure you listen to the original one that he has released already. But when he does, He'll probably end up releasing them in order because the one is probably like a third or fourth. But get ready and wear headphones. That's all I'll tell you. Indeed. Because it was good.
1: It, it was really good. Quite the experience.
0: So we had a blast today. I mean, yeah, getting up early aside, and I'm not a morning person. Neither is he. Oh, God. But
1: no, no. Not in your life.
0: It was worth it. Oh,
1: yeah. And I
0: would do it all over again. So next year... I'll be doing it again. Hell yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. I'll be getting up early again. I don't mind it at yeah. all.
1: Well, on the plus side, though, at least, at least when it's in the U.S. again, we only will have to get up at like a regular time. Yeah, well. We won't have to get up at 3 in the morning, but hey. Yeah,
0: hey, it's still worth the, it.
1: Yeah, oh, for the European one, I'll <coughs> hey, do it again. I'd do it. Absolutely. It was worth it, and it was so funny because I was I was asking Ian about uh, what time and you know where where what it, what would happen or what what time it would be on Twitter the other day, and he goes, well we're starting at this time and I think by your time it would be like three o'clock in the morning. My recommendation would probably be to check out you know get up at your regular time and check out the the second half and then maybe check the archives for the rest. Where I'm like nah, uh, nah, screw, nah it. screw it we gotta we gotta live this thing live yeah mr
0: hamilton we didn't take your advice on that we yeah. got up live we're nuts we're nuts <laughs> <laughs> see we love you guys that's why we, <laughs> yeah. we We love you guys we love what you do and that's why we do it too i mean i love this and like i said and i'm, I'm gonna say this again and probably get emotional because it was a ga conf thing but i did i got into this back on march 20th the week that we lost Susan from Susan Can't Play It, also from Can I Play That Mm -hmm. website. You know, we lost her to a stroke, sadly. And it was rough for me to handle. It was, I took it really hard, really hard. I literally bawled my head off. And I I never met the woman. But it, it really hit me like a Mack truck because At the time, I was wanting to be a game accessibility advocate, but I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. I really did not. And I was thinking, okay, it was that negative thing of, well, what are you doing? You don't know anything about it. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? In honor of her, I'm going to try it anyway. You know? And I'm getting contacts by developers. I'm getting apps that people want me to beta test already and I've only been at this not even a year yet
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know I've been at this since March and it's been an amazing experience it's been one amazing experience I've loved every minute of it we're going on seven months that I've done this it's been seven months and all this has happened for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I thank God every day for the opportunity to get to do this. I do. Because to get to do stuff like this, to actually mix or stream a mainstream game for the very first time, playing with the Xbox One controller, you know, and I didn't even use the adaptive controller. I used just a regular one, but I did mess with the adaptive controller at a Microsoft store. So I got to play with it too. Mm-hmm. And to actually get to do that for the first time, you guys, it was an experience. To actually sit there playing Sequence Storm for the first time. I'm not going to lie, I cried. And I'm actually emotional now because it was just a wonderful experience for me. It really was to actually get to say, oh my god, I played a mainstream game with full menu narration With descriptions. It was amazing for me. And I cannot thank that developer enough. And I hope to someday get to meet them and shake their hand for this. Because you know what? It was an experience I will never ever forget. Seriously. I've said it before but seriously guys. I literally cried just as bad as I am right now. Maybe even worse. Because it was just so cool. And I wasn't kidding when I said, I am going to demo the other audio mode once it's finished. And I am going to go back. Once I conquer beginner, I'm going to go in and I'm going to do easy and I'm going to do medium. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to stream all the, all the difficulties I can. Even if I can go and do some harder button pressing, I'm going to do it. I'm going to play that game till I'm blue in the face. I'm not kidding. So be prepared for that. Be prepared. Because there's going to be a lot more sequence storm for me. Because that game's got its hooks in me. That's for sure. So hopefully you enjoyed this first half of the podcast. And I will be back because we're going to take a quick break. Let me calm down a little bit. (laughs) And um, I'm also going to be playing, I'm going to be checking something out and I'm going to be talking about it in the next half. And we'll talk about games that we're playing and things like that and what we're doing. So I will be, well, we will be right back. Thanks for listening and hopefully enjoy the podcast. We are back everyone on the A4G podcast to now talk about things we've been playing and boy do I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> but um, I just went through a little audio demo of the Kickstarter project that's been the hubbub of Twitter the past few days. Pitch Black, a dusk-like story, has launched a Kickstarter campaign that has been going on for about a week now. And they are already at 70%, you guys. And I'm going to tell you right now, I highly recommend you check it out if you can. Because it is really, really good audio. It's amazing. And me being light perception blind, it is really immersive. I absolutely loved it. So I highly recommend you check it out. It's really cool. You basically are exploring... Right now, just in the Kickstarter mode, you're you're exploring basically your surroundings and hearing different people talk and trying to find things in the environment. It's pretty cool. It's, it's 3D audio. It's binaural audio. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I highly recommend you back it if you can because we really need good audio games like this. And even Falling Squirrel, who does The Veil, promoted it. So... They even support them. So, like, like we've always preached, this isn't a me thing. This isn't an I thing. There's no I in team. Falling Squirrel is a competitor with this company, and they even backed them. So, it shows it's a community effort. Developers are even working together to try to make games accessible to blind individuals. So, you know, they want everyone to play their games, too. So, they're going to back other developers and help each other. That's what working together is all about. You know, so that's really cool, you know, that they did that. Because the Veil is very good. I played the demo of that recently, which I loved. Again, like I said, I played Sequence Storm. I have other ideas coming up on streams that I'm going to check out. We're going to check out another game that we've been asked to check out. Lost in Hound is, we're going to be checking it out soon as well. And that game has a lot of stuff in it. A lot of stuff. So we will be checking it out and streaming it in the near future as well. Because the developer asked us to. So we will be doing that. And like I said, there's so many things that's going on. And we're going to let Jesse tell. We got a little surprise. We teased it yesterday, but we're going to tease it again. Go ahead, Jesse.
1: Well, do we want... I mean, you don't want to say what it is just yet, right? No,
0: no. We're just teasing it.
1: So, yeah. Um, Like I said, we've got a lot of things uh, potentially in the pipeline. But uh, we are going to hopefully try and Figure a couple things out uh, before recording or streaming or whatever we decide to do. Um, but like I said, uh, we're getting, we're doing some audio games, we're doing some uh, other stuff. But one of the things that <clears throat> we're really trying, that, I, that I'm that i trying to do, uh, and I know that you're excited about, is <laughs> trying more mainstream games. Yep. So... You know, there are ones that we know that other blind people have played, either on streams or on videos or, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, fighting games being a perfect example of that. Uh, you know, we'll have to get you into, you know, into some MK11 with some Cassie Cage or something. Sonia. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, know, we're looking at some other maybe not so traditionally uh, blind-friendly games, but, you know, I've got a f- couple ideas on maybe how we can at least... Um, gets you an experience to where you can play one of the games that you're really really like but have never gotten to play before so I've got a few ideas on how to at least kind of make that work and it's going to be one that I know like I said we both love so we both love the game but
0: um... yeah and I'm not gonna lie I'm nervous but I'm at the same time I'm excited as heck because I have wanted to do this Jesus god for over <laughs> 2 years now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I'm excited for this and I'm not going to lie, I will probably break down again on this podcast. So, just a little FYI, you thought I was bad here. Just wait. Just wait because it's things are happening you guys
1: yeah one game in particular that I think we can probably at least we'll get you to have some fun
0: yeah we're gonna
1: we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun with that one that's for sure definitely
0: so yeah I mean I'm doing a lot of stuff on streaming I'm doing all kinds of things so I'm really looking. I'm getting into this even more so than I used to. I mean, I used to just only play certain games, and now you get to hear me talk about other things that I get to do. So I'm, I'm really having a boatload of fun with this advocacy stuff. And I'm, like I said, I'm working on beta testing an app that I hope, really hope gets a lot of recognition because it is amazing what I've heard so far. And I heard the PC version of this, basically, and I cannot, cannot wait for the app to be fully accessible because, oh my gosh, if it's anything like the PC stuff that I've heard, oh boy, you guys, you're in for a treat.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of digging the PC version myself because I remember you, you had messaged me the other day and like, hey, I'm get, getting to test another app. I'm like, okay, cool. And I looked into it, and I saw oh, there's a PC version. And I thought, well, let's. I haven't tried it with a screen reader yet, but uh, I'll have to look into that as well. But just kind of playing with it, uh, setting things up a little bit. Um, the other day, we've been tinkering around with it with a little bit of music and a little bit of uh, games, and it's kind of neat, especially um, in some.
0: Yeah, and. With one particular <clears throat> game in particular, if there was just a itty bitty little bit more accessibility already in it, oh, Riley could have had a field day.
1: Yeah, the main thing that really has to be solved in a lot of these games, and it's tricky, but I'm sure I know it's doable because we're getting there. Yeah, is the navigation. Like we can navigate by sound. You know, you can, like I said, the, the, the demo that you just tried for um, Pitch, Pitch Black. Black, I mean, you can literally hear, like, oh, okay, this stall's over there, this stall's on the left, uh, there's a guy, the drunk guy in front of the bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <If you laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay, that was, wor- I'm going to tell you what, but, whoever did that was pretty damn accurate.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I mean, so you have things like that, but, yeah, I mean, we were able to navigate by sound, but in especially in a large complex environment like you need just a little bit more help you need some sort of like beacons you need some sort of like a navigation system think about like something like a hero's call or swamp or something like that you know if they can kind of put that extra layer into like a mainstream game that is either level or open more open based i mean you know left for dead is kind of a open they're open levels they're they're Linear, but there there's a lot to them. You know, you're not just walking on a flat surface. You're going up and down escalators and through train cars and over fences and that kind of a thing. So once we figure out this whole navigation stuff, if we can start getting developers to really start looking into that and maybe using binaural audio, since they're starting to do text-to-speech and things like that in games already, which I didn't think, honestly, I knew it was going to be possible, but... Pfft, Five years ago, I didn't think it was going to be, I didn't think people were going to embrace it for a long time, and I'm happy to be proven wrong, I'm mm-hmm. happy to be proven wrong that uh, quite a few, some indie games, but even a lot of, uh, quite a few main, uh, AAA titles have at least some level of text-to-speech. So if we can just get one or two of these mainstream games to, in, you know, put some sort of navigation in, that could take off in a few years too.
0: Yeah, and so, and people have have tried to tell me, oh, it's impossible. No, it is not. I'm gonna tell you, it's not impossible.
1: No, I I don't think it is at all. I mean, like I said, there's audio games that prove it. If they can just figure out a few things for a little bit more complex environments and, you know, tweaking tools yep. or standards. And like I said, you've got a lot of smart people that are making just crazy immersive worlds and things already. Yeah. So it's like, you know, put put some more brain power behind it. And I think it can happen.
0: I do too. So that's basically what we've been doing lately. We've been all over the place with accessibility and gaming, and I've been playing a heck of a lot more stuff, and boy, oh boy, wait (laughs) for that other one, you guys. I'm telling you, wait for it.
1: I mean, ironically, you know, I mean, I've played a couple of staples, a couple of standbys, but I really haven't played much new. Like I said, we've been kind of exploring more technology, exploring more uh, audio games, and getting you hooked up with more... Mainstream and audio things, so we've been playing a lot with that. I honestly have not played a lot new. I mean, a little bit of Left for Dead, a little bit of Doom, a little bit of uh Dread Halls. Oh yeah, Dread Halls. That dread means, Halls. That was, a, that was definitely an experience. That was scare that was the fun. hell out of Riley Knight. <laughs> yeah. And
0: <laughs> and, we and we gotta I gotta to tell come. that story because it was it was pretty ironic. See, what happened was we were trying to get. My favorite, one of my favorites, I should say, horror games, because I got to add Dread halls to that as one of my faves now, even though it scares the living hell out of me. But
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what happened was we were trying to get perception by the deep end games to work. And for some reason, it was not working. It would, it would go completely to the rift. It would not work otherwise. We could not, do, we were trying everything. He was troubleshooting and troubleshooting and troubleshooting, could not get perception to work
1: yeah the
0: audio the audio it was not working the the game was running but the audio was just not coming through and for those who don't know i am absolutely that's another game i am absolutely obsessed with i'm not going to lie i'll admit it it's basically a first person survival horror game and you're basically playing as a blind woman named Cassie Thornton who is having these terrible nightmares she doesn't know what the hell's going on she's terrified so she takes off and she goes to this mansion called Echo Bluff that she dreamed about in Boston. And she goes there and some, let's just say, crazy shit goes down. And I'm not going to tell you what goes down. You got to check out youtube.com slash illegally cited and check out the Let's Play Perception playlist and listen to that all the way through. Because it's a very, I mean, it's slower because you're exploring a lot. It's exploratory, but it's really good. And I had never heard it without Commentary. Okay. So I wanted to hear perception for the first time, too. So Jesse was trying everything in his power to get it to work. Well, for some reason, audio was just not, it was fighting us tooth and nail. It was not having it. So he goes on to look to troubleshoot how to get perception to work when he finds something else. Now, I had gone in the other room for a second, you know, going in to wash my hands because we had just ate, you know, supper. And I go in, close the door, wash my hands, whatever. And I'm fixing some stuff in there, organization and things. And all of a sudden he comes out. Guess what? Guess what? What? I can stream dread halls. Really? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm not paying attention and he's, you know, just playing on the computer. So I'm thinking, oh, he's going to work. He's working on getting perception. All of a sudden he goes, Hey, Riley, uh, you do me a favor? I'm like, sure, what's up? He goes, grab your headphones for a second. For what? He says, I want to see if you can hear anything. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking in my mind, oh, he got perception to work.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) No, that's not what he did. He thinks it's funny over there. I get on the thing and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not perception. What? Honey, what are you doing? He starts laughing. You're listening to dread halls. Say what? Then all of a sudden I hear, what the hell? No way. Because at first I thought he was shitting with me, you know, because I thought, you know, he's just screwing around. Nope. He actually got VR mirrored to his computer so I can listen to it at the same time as he is. Because here's the problem. I'm Jesse's chat moderator on Mixer, for those who do not know. I chat moderate his streams. Well, there's a problem with that. I'm like five seconds behind him if I'm playing on these headphones and using my iPad. I'm five seconds behind him. So if he was to stream Dread Halls, which would not have been fun had it happened that way. No. He would have jumped or whatever. I wouldn't have known what the hell was going on. And then, ah, five seconds later. So he found a way to mirror VR. So I was able to listen to the Dreadhalls game footage at the same time as he was playing it. And Mixer streaming it. Now, here's the here's the kicker to the whole thing. You guys, when you're on stream, will get to hear Jesse talking. I have to have the headphones back, or otherwise I can't. All I will get is the gameplay, which is cool. But I have to have the headphones back. And so, I get to react at the same time as he does. Now, if we we did do like i said we did do another left for dead stream which we might have to turn the volume on the music down because you probably couldn't hear me very well if we do it again so that you could hear me better but i'm actually calling out the names of the specials in there and there's a reason why and that's what we're talking about there are so many audio cues for you to know sound effects oh trust me sound effects oh yeah You know, there's a lot of audio cues, musical cues for the Special Infected. They make noises. Some of them very unpleasant noises. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Boomer, Miss Boomette. Yeah, Yeah. very unpleasant noises. But I can call them out. And you probably couldn't hear me very well because the music was up a little loud. Plus we were using that new, we were using a new software item. That we're not going to tell you about. We're going to tease it a little bit. Once it's accessible, then we'll tell you because we don't... It's not quite there yet. So we're not going to let you know what it is until we get it there. Once we all get it there, we'll let you know about it. Because it's it's really neat. It really is. But you couldn't really hear me over that. It really amplified it a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, and <clears throat> there's there's a lot going on in that game. Yes, yes. you have moments of downtime, but when it gets going, like, you've got this little musical cue, you got another musical cue coming in, you've got, like, regular dudes yelling at you, you've got the specials coming in, all your team chatter and weapons and explosions and all kinds of fun stuff, so, yeah, yeah, it's a... Left
0: 4 Dead is insanity, let's put it that way. But, there you go, that is our show for today, hope you guys all enjoyed it. And we will be back next. Well, this. Uh, well, six days from now, technically yeah, Sunday. We will be back this coming Sunday with more A four G. So we will chat with you guys in the next one. Later.